in any situation when it's seemingly preferable or when it's uncomfortable, you know, when we can't necessarily see the light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, yeah. He says, continually pray and give thanks in all of this because it's all a part of the plan. Between the Grooves is hosted by James Curtis, music director and morning man in the greater Toronto area on Joy Radio. Hosts James Curtis talk to artists and industry insiders to discover the connection between music and faith. You can connect with the show at faithstrongtoday.com slash between the grooves or via Twitter at between grooves. Welcome to Between the Grooves, episode 223. It's your look at music, ministry, and everything in between with today's top Christian artists. You know, it's been about five years now since we started this thing, and one of the guests that we had in our first year was Aisha Woods, and she is back with us today. Hi, Aisha. Hi. It's so good to be back with you. How are you doing? I'm doing good. You know, this whole thing started, it probably started over coffee, you know, just having conversations with people and uh, it really hasn't stopped although i will say that my coffee cup this morning has a small little leak i'm i've got it on some some paper towel right now just so it doesn't leak onto the table here but uh, but other than that yeah i enjoy my coffee and i understand you're not a coffee drinker i you know what i've i've been working at a church for the last 3 years and ever since i've been here i've graduated and oh, I graduated now... from coffee. I didn't realize. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't realize there was a graduation for that. <laughs> <laughs> I graduated to coffee. Oh, okay. So now I, I have a cup of coffee maybe twice a week. Okay. And and I enjoy my coffee. So kudos to all the coffee drinkers. Um, I I like to have. Uh, what I've heard some people say, I like to have coffee with my cream. Yes. So yeah. <laughs> I like it creamy and I like it sweet. So yeah, Exactly the same thing for me. And coffee, and I've said this before too, uh, coffee for me is conversation. I don't really, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'll drink a coffee on my own and I'll probably sip on it over a, a period of time, but I'd rather be sitting across the table or chatting with somebody while I'm drinking my coffee because because it's it's I don't know it just it's it does more for me you know. Hmm. Well, now I know what to um, to shoot you for for Christmas or something or your birthday. You need a tumbler because you can't be having coffee cups with little leaks. Yeah, yeah. We we <laughs> actually we actually have some between the grooves cups, but. Uh, I've got one and I haven't used it because my wife would kill me if I say this because I always say it, but I'm saving it. I'm saving it, you know, and I don't <laughs> want to dirty it, it you know. And then the other thing, too, is I got to wash it every time I use it, whereas a coffee cup from the from the coffee shop is just you drink it and you're done and you throw it in the garbage, right? So, Well, that's true. Not good for recycling, <laughs> but what can I say? So. <laughs> So you mentioned that you're doing some stuff at a church, and obviously for those that don't know who Aisha Woods is, uh, you're a Christian artist. You were originally signed uh, with Toby Mac's label, and you you had some radio airplay on some songs way back when, but also recently as well. Um, Tell us what's happened. I mean, in the last five years, since we chatted last um, there's a lot that's happened in our world with the pandemic and, right. and everything else. But but also a music career and a family is 
isn't simple, right? It's it's no. you know, it's a lot of work, and you got to kind of do a juggling act. It's a it's a lot of balancing, isn't it? Oh yes, a whole lot of balancing, and um, and for me, uh, I think the added challenge has been taking on a full time position as music director and worship leader at a church, and so balancing home life, work, and ministry, and professional artistry, mm-hmm. like all at the same time, it, it definitely has been a, uh, a balancing act, to say the least. Um, but thank God that through his grace, like, <laughs> it's, it's definitely not a walk in the park. Right. Um, you've but done it's the, you, doable. You've done a little bit of it backwards, I, and I say that because there's <laughs> a lot of um, worship pastors that start ministry in a church, and then from there they start writing music, or perhaps they were already writing music, but they start taking their music and recording the music and releasing the music. Whereas you weren't even, you know, employed <laughs> in a church or doing that. You you were just an artist. You were just a singer songwriter, and you were already doing all that stuff. Right. Which is, it's really interesting that, uh, that you pointed that out because I never really thought of it that way, but it is the truth. Um, and I think that having children played a major role in that transition for me. Um, and I'm, I'm coming to learn and appreciate that God just moves in every season of our lives. Yeah. And really life is just all about seasons and really embracing the season that you're in and, and making the most of it. And man, it's, it's an interesting dynamic, but uh, through him, we can, we can do all things. Right. Yeah. Speaking of seasons, it's interesting because that's exactly what happened with me way back when. I I studied radio in school, and I worked in radio for a very short for a very short time. There's not a ton of money to be made in radio unless you you know this megastar or or whatever. Um, right, right. And so I left radio. I basically couldn't afford it. I was in debt, um, and I decided you know I need to I need to make some money. So I actually went out and got you know good jobs, made some really good money over the years, got married, had kids, uh, mm. bought a house and everything else. And and really the only thing that kind of got me, there's a, there's a number of factors, but one of the things that got me back into radio was not having any debt load or not having any um, huge expenses so I could afford to make a little less money doing what I loved. Right. That's it. And so, yeah. So, so you talk about, you talk about purpose, but you talk about the dynamics and you talk about God's timing that, that is Mm -hmm. all in a nutshell. That's what happened to me as well. That's awesome. I was just um, reading a scripture and it it has been like it has spoken life to me over the years and i i came across it again this morning and it's in first thessalonians the fifth chapter and starting at the 16th verse and it says rejoice always pray continually and in everything give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of god in christ jesus for you and I'm like, okay, God, so you're telling me always rejoice in every single season, 
in any situation when it's uh, seemingly uh, preferable or favorable or when it's uncomfortable and not so great, you know, when we can't necessarily see the light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, yeah. He says, continually pray and give thanks in all of this because it's all a part of the plan. Like that, it's that all is, a part of the purpose. <laughs> that is so tough to do. It, it yeah, really it is. is. You know, like I, I tell you about, you know, the fact that I, I had some good jobs that paid very well, but I didn't like the, the jobs necessarily. There were some <laughs> jobs I couldn't stand doing. I couldn't stand the hours. I couldn't stand the wow. fact that I was on call. And, 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 you know, my wife knew that I just, you know, detested some of these jobs. Wow. <laughs> and yeah. so again, in those seasons, you still have to rejoice. I was thankful I had a job. I was thankful yeah. that I could provide for my family, but was I enjoying what I was doing? Not really. <laughs> I totally get it. Yeah. Golly. Yeah. It can be a little tough at times. So your kids are young and uh, you are doing a lot of this juggling that you're doing right now. So mm-hmm. how, how has that impacted your music career? Not, not the ministry part of being the worship pastor, but, but your career as a solo artist. Well, I have been independent for the better part of my career. Um, and having kids has definitely added like great value, but from a songwriter's perspective, you want to talk about uh, inspiration like none other. <laughs> <laughs> Be married and have children, right? And you can you can write albums until Jesus comes again, <laughs> right? Except except you still need to find the time to do that, and that's difficult <laughs> yeah. when you have a family and right. responsibilities like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very true. Um, and another thing that I'm learning, um, even in this season, I I work four days out of the week at the church. And thankfully, uh, the church has an academy so that the boys go to school here. So we all come at the same time. And every morning that I come in, I drop them off. And the first thing I do is have my quiet time and um, I spend my time with God and I just, you know, I'm like, God, is there something that you want to speak to me today or what can I learn from your word? I'll I'll just slot out about an hour and uh, just maintaining that discipline has helped me keep everything in the proper perspective. Um, That's amazing that you get an hour. Yeah. (laughs) The fact you get an hour is amazing because I, 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 my quiet time is when I get up in the morning. So I'm at the radio station usually by about quarter to five in the morning because I do the morning show. Uh, My alarm is set and and this drives my wife nuts, but my alarm is set for two o'clock in the morning. 
Oh my gosh. Now I go to bed earlier. I go to bed by 7 p.m. So don't call me after 7. Uh, actually, <laughs> okay, I'll remember that. <laughs> my phone goes on do not disturb automatically at a certain okay. time and it's on vibrate or whatever else. But I get up at 2 o'clock and part of the reason for that is because I'm a morning person and that's mm-hmm. my quiet time. So, right. you know, I'm brushing my teeth, showering and eating and everything else. But I'm also doing, I'm, I'm jumping on social media, check out what's going on. Is there anything I mm-hmm. missed overnight? What about the scores from last night in hockey or baseball? <laughs> or or, uh, or uh, basketball or whatever else. Uh, so sure. it's catching up a little bit, but that's my quiet time. So if, if somebody's up at that time and disturbing me, it's, it's really annoying. Right, right. <laughs> I can imagine. But it's not an hour. It's not an hour like you. Like, I, I cannot <laughs> believe. And my kids are older than yours. So I don't know how you're able to get this hour. That's just incredible. No, let me tell you, I, I um, that's the time that I've slated. Does it always go to an hour? Not always. You know, sometimes it'll be 30 minutes, sometimes it'll be 25 or sometimes it'll be 45 minutes. But I've I've slated that time. And um, yeah, some days are are better than others. Right. Yeah. The emails start coming in or the phone starts ringing. I understand. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So let's talk, I guess, a little bit about the, the career standpoint. So you're, you're basically busy four days a week. Um, when do you find time to write? and Or is that during that one hour time as well? Actually, when I find time to write, it typically hits me at times that are not my slated time, my quiet time. <laughs> like I could be cooking dinner or... Okay, yeah getting the boys ready for bed or something and and a theme or something would just come to mind or God will just drop something in my spirit and right there I'll just I'll drop everything and head to the either to the keyboard or piano or I'll I'll write down the lyrics that are dancing around in my head right and um it just it comes different ways, different times. Sometimes I'll be driving on my way to to the church in the morning, and something will just drop in my spirit, and I'll I'll write it, and I'll come back to it. Um, but the the writing definitely is ongoing, and I try to. Um, well, I I won't say I try to. I hope that that God will continue to give me things to write about. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. there's definitely no shortage. You know, I find my creative times or my inspirational moments are either when I'm in the shower Mm -hmm. uh, or uh, unfortunately, uh, if it's not that morning time, that that time that I've carved out, it'll be in the middle of the night. And that's that's the one I don't like because it (laughs) happened to me this past week where uh, I had all these ideas floating through my brain and I'm up in the middle of the night and and what's now going through my mind is how am I going to remember all this stuff? You got to write that stuff down. Well, my wife said, you know, just keep a pad beside the bed. But yeah. I've heard stories about people that do that and they write something down and then they look at it in the morning. They have no clue what they wrote down, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I just I just try to I try to, you know, have some keywords uh, of each point that I thought of. And, and then yes. I just try, try to remember those key 
keywords, and hopefully there's not more than five, because after that, it's just, I, can't, I can't remember anymore. And then the <laughs> next morning when I am up, I'm going to scramble to write all this stuff down so I don't forget. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so this past week when it happened to me, I, I think I remembered everything except one point, and then like half a day later, it's like, oh, that's right, that happened as well. So I quickly wrote that down. Um, but if it happens in the middle of the night, that's that's the worst time for me because I'd rather be sleeping. Thank you very much. <laughs> right. I mean, of course, middle of the night for you is probably 10 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, there's still noise in the house. My The rest of my family is still right. awake. In fact, it's funny because my son is is a night owl. And sometimes he has later work shifts as well. And so I've I've said that there's always somebody awake in my house. And what I mean by that is normally he's up till probably about one o'clock in the morning, might even stay up later if he if he knew that I wasn't getting up or something like that. But typically Mm. he's up till about one o'clock in the morning and then an hour later I'm up and then he's fast asleep. And then by the time I get (laughs) home from work, he's deciding to wake up or something like that. It's it's a really odd Season, talking that right. word, that word season again. It's a really odd season in my family. It really is. But wow, I still wouldn't trade it. You know, I'd still right. enjoy the fact that there's somebody always awake. But you know, uh, as an example, I ha- I was doing some some stuff for my daughter. Um, we're planning a trip uh, soon, and I have to update her passport. So she's busy okay. in university right now, and she's really she's got a crazy busy schedule with university. And so, uh, you know, I'm I'm the the guy that's organized and meticulous about stuff. So I start getting <laughs> uh, this pa- passport application going, and and so I do everything I know, all the information I I know about her. But there's some things I don't like. I didn't know her height, her exact height. Okay. You know, okay. uh, I didn't know what's the actual course called that she's taking at university, like the overall name of it. I didn't know that. I, I knew kind of what she was studying, but I don't know the actual term for it. So I, I Did print- it eat you up? <laughs> no, no. I just, I just printed yeah. everything I did know and highlighted the parts that I didn't know. And then I sent her a text saying, when you get a second, can you fill in the rest? Because by the time she gets home from school, from, mm-hmm. from university, I'm going off to bed. Right. See. So, wow. so you try to have this. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm very thankful for technology and texting right. and FaceTime and and phone calls and everything else and emails for that matter, uh, because I don't know how I would be able to do it. Uh, otherwise, I wouldn't see her at all or be able to communicate with her until the weekend. And then on the weekend, she's got full time hours working at the grocery store. So even wow. then, it's it's a crazy busy schedule. So the fact that your kids are young. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a little bit envious, but <laughs> I've also I've also been there, and I enjoyed those years, and I still enjoy right. these years too. So sure, sure, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. I I um I was just having a conversation with my husband uh, maybe two nights ago, and we were talking about uh, the importance of putting that time in and, and making that investment. You know, because just like your daughter is in university now. It feels like just yesterday that that our boys were just coming on the scene, you know, mm-hmm. and, and they're the 10, 8, 5, and a year and a half now. And I'm like, <laughs> for the little one, like you, it seems like you just got here and now you're running around and yeah. saying all kinds of stuff and doing all kinds of things. And it's like, man you don't get that time back. So you make the most of it and, and, um, just really have an appreciation, a greater appreciation. 
Yeah, it's funny you say that because um, we're good at we're pretty good at taking pictures as the kids have have gotten bigger and stuff. So whether it be okay. family pictures or even school pictures or whatever, good yeah. about taking the pictures. Not really good about doing anything with the pictures. <laughs> Yeah. You know, posting it online or putting it in a frame or whatever else. So my wife, sure. a few weeks back, decided, you know, she's she's got all these frames that she bought in, at the store, but she never put pictures in them. So she decided oh, she was wow. going to take on this project. And so on our dining room table right now, there's a bunch of school pictures. And there's one of our kids when they were really young. And, and I'm passing by the table. And, and every day I pass by this table, I'm looking at it saying, yeah, I, I remember that kid. Wow. Because <laughs> cause they're totally goodness. different people now, but you still, right. I, I remember those years, you know, that's, that's kind of nice, you know. That's special. Yeah. I have, I think probably mm, a couple thousand pictures yeah. um, <laughs> just from last year alone. And I'm like, oh, thank God for iCloud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That and memory sticks and computer hard drives right. and everything else. Yeah, that's for mm-hmm. sure. I've actually started saving some stuff off onto USB sticks and just setting it aside in a safe place because I, I don't want to not take pictures because I don't have room on my phone or on my computer right. or anything else. I'll just save them off and then delete them off the computer um, in case the computer ever dies. I don't want to lose all that data as well. So I just kind of save it off. Uh, separately, so I've got it down sure. the road. And of course, a lot of that's ammunition for when the kids get married too, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so how long have you been married? We've been married for, come November, will be 12 years. But I've I've known my husband for 20 years, uh, 21 years. It, and... took, it took him a while, I guess. Eh? <laughs> it took him a while to it come took... around. It took me a while to oh, come around. He okay. was he was amazing, and he waited for me. And um, we, I thank God for him all the time. You know, we uh, we were friends, and he had to hear all about um, all the the losers that uh, <laughs> <laughs> that didn't make it. Yeah, so. that, that didn't make the short list. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> like I'd call him and talk to him and tell him all about, you know, this issue or this problem or this circumstance. And he'd just pray with me. He'd talk to me and just be a listening ear and just an amazing friend. And um, and then at uh, it was toward the end of the year in 2009. And um he sort of gave me an ultimatum. He was good like, "Good for him. Good for him. Absolutely." <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, "Let's just let's just be friends, you know." And he was like, "You have enough friends." Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm tired of waiting. Tired of waiting. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's crazy because I was like, "Okay, fine. Have a nice life. God bless you in everything that you do. I love you." And. Um, and we parted ways. Two weeks later, I called him up and I was like, I don't want to do life without you. So wow. let's move forward. And, uh, <laughs> and and we did. And 2010, we, we got married. And it's been a journey. It's been a beautiful journey. Um, not always peaches and cream, of course. And Marriage takes work, you yeah, know, yeah. but I, I thank God because I, I wouldn't want to do it with anyone else. 
Can he sing? He can sing. <laughs> my my guy is like he can sing. He can play. He can play drums. Um, he can preach. He's a mean cook, and he's just an all around talented, wonderful person. And uh, yeah, I I still like. I, I still like to say he married up. <laughs> of course, of course. Now, I, I can sing. I used to lead worship in my church way back when. And I really? haven't, I, yeah, I don't do tons of singing these days. Um, I stepped down from leading worship, uh, mainly because I, I was destroying my voice singing all the time oh, on a Sunday morning. And so I thought, you know, I can't be talking for a living and singing. Um, so one of these days, you and I will have to do something. Um, oh, that would be do a song fun. or something. I'll do the harmony. You can sing the lead. You'll be better at that. <laughs> but I love I love singing that tenor part, and I'll I'll destroy my voice to sing with you. How's that? All right, um, let's go. My wife cannot sing, um, <laughs> but that's okay. I forgive her for that. My daughter has some mu- musical ability. My son does not. But again, that's okay. okay. That's okay. Yeah. But you mentioned the fact that he can speak. Now, uh, I've never been much of a public speaker. I was always that shy kid in school that when I got called upon by the teacher, my face would get red and I would tear up and and just be really embarrassed. So the fact that I'm in radio is a miracle as it is. But it's interesting because (laughs) but it's interesting because uh, I had a conversation with a friend of mine a week or two back. We were sitting down having some coffee again, having a conversation and um we were talking about the fact he knows I obviously work in radio and mm-hmm. I don't let that be part of our conversation generally because that's my job. That's not my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, but we did we did talk a little bit about it and I was kind of using the analogy with him about my two brothers. So I've got one brother who's a pastor and one brother who's a teacher. And right. I said to him, you know, we, we all have very similar careers. We're all public speakers. Right. Sure. But but I said to him, I'm the dumb one. And he looked at me like, what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> what in and the I, world? But yeah. what I meant and I explained that to him was, you know, you've got my one brother who's a teacher and he does all his prep and then he teaches in front of a class of students. And maybe there's 20 or 30 kids in the class and he goes mm-hmm. up there and he teaches and he'll take questions or whatever else. And then he gives assignments and marks the the work and does exams and whatever else. My other brother is a pastor and he does something very similar. He does all of his prep work and then he goes up to speak on the Sunday morning and he'll be talking for, I don't know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, maybe 40 minutes. And, and then he's done. Whereas me mm-hmm. working in radio, I've got to take all of that and shrink it down to two minutes. Oh right. Because that's essentially what radio is. Right. When you've got a morning right. show or or any other kind of radio show, for that matter, people are there wanting to listen to the music. And especially on my radio station, we have a lot of teaching programs. So they really don't want to listen to me talk all, you know, forever. Wow. They want to be listening to the music because there's lots of other teaching stuff happening. So it's 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 interesting that we all have these similar careers, but I just got to shrink it down to a couple of minutes. So <laughs> you got to give them the condensed version. Yeah. Yeah. And so how do you condense something in a really short amount of time, which, which is what condensing is? How do you do that and still get the point across um, 
without wasting words or wasting time, I guess. And and so that's that's always the dilemma in in radio. It's, sure. it's, it's all timing. It's like, what can I say in 20 seconds <laughs> over a song intro that's relevant or meaningful or funny right. or something for the audience that relates to them? And so, you know, that's interesting because this whole podcast thing, you know, we've been doing it for five years now, but that was probably the scariest thing for me as a radio guy is, uh-huh. you know, we we decide we're going to do this podcast now and, and have conversations with artists and musicians and producers and marketing people. Um, but how do I fill 30 minutes? Because I'm only used to talking for a couple. <laughs> right. And so I remember yeah. the, the first episode we ever had was like, I'm, I'm kind of thinking, how are we going to fill this? How are we going to fill this? Now, it's, it's easy right. now because I can talk nonstop. But um, it was <laughs> it was really difficult. It was a big learning curve for me. I don't have com- I don't have difficulties having conversations with people. You know, they could be the biggest star uh, that, you know, is out there. Right, right. I've never had challenges speaking with people. I've, you know, in my previous life, non-radio life. I was, you know, in a sales capacity and I would have other sales people come to me because they were requested to have a meeting with the president of, of this customer. And, and and they didn't know how to react or have conversation with a president of a company. And I'm looking at it saying it's just another guy like right, or, or right. girl. We put our pants on the same. <laughs> Everybody puts their pants on the same. They sure. might drink coffee. They might drink tea. They've right. got their um, intention of what they want in a meeting or in this this relationship and right. and I might have as well so you kind of meet and figure out what they're all about like no big deal so I don't have a conversation right. have a problem having a conversation with somebody me it's was your, it's your gift I, I suppose um <laughs> I, I suppose again for me it was just you know filling filling at least 30 minutes and the reason why I say 30 minutes for the people that are listening on this podcast version is that we've always had a radio edit so uh, the podcast might run 45 minutes or an hour or whatever but we right. always have a condensed version a radio edit as they call it in the music world a radio mm-hmm. edit that goes on Joy Radio in Toronto but that's got to be 30 minutes because that's the slot that they've carved out for us there so just a mm-hmm. thing there so yeah so well, it, tell me tell me how it actually started the podcast, the podcast itself, well, it was, um, it's interesting. It's It's been well over five years. It probably was six years ago when the thought first materialized. It was actually uh, who was our, the gentleman who was our executive producer, Matt, uh, had this idea. And part of the reason for the idea was because, again, doing a morning show, music-focused morning show, not a lot of opportunity to talk. And, and I was in agreement with him as well, whereas mm-hmm. I, I could have a conversation with an artist, but if it's, if it's going to be more than three to five minutes long, it really doesn't have a place on the morning show, right? Got you. Yes, so, yes. so how can we have a longer form conversation? Um, and, and that's kind of uh, how that whole thing um, evolved. But the other thing I'll say is, you know, in North America... Uh, and a lot in Canada as well, There, there's basically two kinds of Christian radio stations. Uh, many radio stations are charitable organizations. They raise funds through direct donations, uh, right. s- sometimes one or two fundraising drives throughout the year. They also get their business from uh, church advertising and businesses. And then there are commercial radio stations, which is like our radio station. We rely okay. we rely on indirect support for ministry programs, which means there's a lot of spoken word, a lot of um, teaching and preaching, talk show type, type shows. And listeners can support those ministries directly 
and in, indirectly, those ministries are supporting us. I've been gotcha. at events. Uh, I've been at events representing the radio station, and I'll have somebody come up to me and say, uh, "I'd like to give twenty dollars to to Joy," and mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I I say, "Well, I can't accept that. I've got nothing to do with it. Like I I, right. I can't take that twenty dollars and put it towards anything. You take that twenty dollars and support one of our ministry partners, and they in turn will support us." Right. So, so given the fact that we have a lot of spoken word, again, is that whole uh, issue again with the morning show or the drive times in general, where um, we don't have the forum for these longer form interviews. And mm-hmm. but how can we do that? You know, how can we do that? And so that's kind of um, how that part started. Uh, we we focus on music during the morning and afternoon drive times, as well as the overnights. There's the bunch of ministry programs throughout the day and the evening. So there wasn't okay. wasn't much of an opportunity to air the longer form interviews. And that's that's the other reason why that's whole thing started and then and then it was just you know looking to see what kind of uh you know what kind of conversations we could have and you know mm-hmm. you can have conversations with people that aren't even in the music business at all and 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 go that direction but we thought let's go with the music direction so that way we can still have conversations with artists and we have a lot of our listeners of this show that are artists themselves or musicians or just people that admire some of these artists and musicians and people in the sure, business and sure. stuff. So, yeah, that's that's kind of how the thing started. And it's just cool. it, it hasn't stopped. Um, in the beginning, it was kind of trying to pull teeth a little bit, trying to uh, see if people were interested in coming on the show. It was it was something brand new. Uh, even oh, I can po- imagine. <laughs> and podcasts weren't big back then. Like over the last, right. especially over the last couple of years when people have been stuck at home, well, everybody and their mother's got a podcast. Um, but, right. <laughs> but five years ago, there weren't a ton of podcasts out there. So how can we build something from the ground up? So a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know, were thinking, well, we're not going to get a lot of exposure on podcasts. Why would we want to be on it? So we were very successful in in getting people onto the podcast, but it was a lot of work getting them on there in the first place. I can imagine. And that's, do you remember who your Do you remember who your first uh, interview was with? Well, the first the first episode ever was um, my previous co host Drew Brown and myself, just us chatting about what we uh, expected to have in, on the show. And okay. then, the, but the first actual interview, and I don't like using that word interview, but the first conversation, conversation. I yeah. believe, I believe it was Jamie Grace. Oh really? I believe I believe it was her. Now I could I could uh, I'm I'm almost certain it was her. It's we've had so many people. And the other thing too, <laughs> the other thing too, and I take pride in this. I know you shouldn't have pride, but I take pride <laughs> in I take pride in the fact that we really haven't had many repeat guests. I could probably count them on one or two hands of how wow. many people we've actually brought back. And part of the reason for that is it's it's easy to have a show where you just keep bringing back the same people over and over again. Right. But listeners, number one, would get tired of it. Uh, unless there's something new they can contribute, what's the point? I think what people want to hear is lots of different ideas, lots of different people, lots of different content. And so right, we right. really strive to always get different people on. And if, you know, I've, I get requests all the time. Somebody that's been on the show would like to come back. And I usually look at wow. it and say, well, has enough time passed since we had him on last? Is there anything sure, new sure. that we can talk about? Right. So, <laughs> so has enough time passed uh, since we spoke last? <laughs> well, it's only been five years. It's only been. <laughs> and, and in fairness, in fairness, um, a lot's happened in the past for you. And, yes, and we have talked a little bit between those five years, just not on the podcast. 
You know, you've right. had you've had music coming out. We've played the music. Um, I remember. Thank we, you for that. Oh, you're welcome. And and I remember. I, I I don't know all the details, but I remember it was probably we have a feature called New Music Monday. So it was probably okay. a song that you came out with, and we were doing social media plugs for it. So I would have contacted you or your team with regards to getting a picture of you so that we could use it for the social media. Uh, mm-hmm. So I remember that distinctly. I've, we've probably cool got the me. image somewhere there. But yeah, so uh, it's not like we've been strangers. And that's the case for a lot of the people in this business anyways, where mm-hmm. you might have uh, somebody on the show where um, there's still stuff happening in the background, conversations happening in the background or texts or yes. direct messages or whatever else. So just relationships, man. Yeah. Just, just building on relationships and fostering them. Yeah. It's nice when you go to a concert or um, like one of the music festivals over the summertime and you see a bunch of artists that you've talked to in the past and they know who you are and you know who they are and you just kind of, you just nod at them. They know who you are and, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't have to have a lengthy conversation with them. Sometimes you do or you just, hey, hey, how are you doing, Bob? Or whatever, you know. Right. But uh, that's that's always fun. Family. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because really it is. it, It is this big family it's your, it's kind of your work family i suppose but and mm-hmm. another part of it is not because you're you're not necessarily having a conversation about work or uh during work because it's off hours at home on the weekend or whatever else right 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 so you've got um a little bit of a, a podcast thing going as well you've got uh, something you just started i do and um, i'm pretty excited about it it is peeling back the layers and really getting into just some truths, some fundamental truths. Um, and the introductory podcast, the first episode, I was just explaining the fact that um, you mentioned pride. Um, I was sharing how the Lord revealed to me uh, an area of pride in my own life and how I've operated in this pride for years in in ministry and in my life and work and at home and it's the underside of pride. Um, I'm I'm not one to to boast about things that are going on in my life or, you know, I, I don't get inflated easily. Um, but I don't, I don't want people to highlight or spotlight my flaws. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it was realizing, <clears throat> excuse me, that that's the underside of pride. And and the Lord was just like, listen, the things that that you've gone through or that you go through, they can be used to help someone else. And as long as you're still not living it. Right. Yeah. And uh, I, I just had to get over myself, you know, and realize this this thing is so much bigger than us, you know, <laughs> and so that's. That was the first episode of uh, of the podcast, and then the second one was about the importance of rest, you know, and 
I mean, God himself rested on the seventh day oh, from I'm, all of his work. I'm a fan with... of naps. I am. So. <laughs> so just, you know, different things that, that we go through and we experience in our lives. And um, I'm just kind of digging deep and, and being as transparent as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got to record my next episode and it, it's still a it's still a little baby mm-hmm. and I don't know you know where it may go or what it may do but I'm just doing my part and let the Lord do his part so and and what's happening musically oh sorry for I guess to take a step back what's the name of the podcast again it is wild crazy beautiful that reminds me of a song it is. <laughs> is that is that the journey. theme? Is that the theme music of the of the podcast? Is that song? It's not, and I why and not? I need to. I I really need to. Someone yeah. actually on my team uh, mentioned that to me with the last episode, and I was like, you know what? I need to do that. So okay, just, for the third episode. So just I so will. everybody knows, you have a song, and it's called "Wild, Crazy, Beautiful," and and that's yes. what I was that's what I was alluding to there. That that's got to be the theme music. It just makes sense. The lyrics are right there, right? And you don't have to worry about right. copyright. You don't have to worry about any right. of that stuff. You know. Sure enough, <laughs> it's a wild, crazy, beautiful adventure. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, life is, anyways. But um, mm-hmm. w- uh, speaking of life, what's happening with your music life? What's happening with new music or albums or recording or writing? What's going on there? Well, the writing has never stopped. Um, we're constantly writing music, and uh, and we pre-produce a lot of our stuff, and we send it off to the big boys mm-hmm. that can take it to the next level and have a finished product, if you will. So are they, more, are they more demos and then you send it off and determine if it's going to be produced further from there? Yes, sir. Okay. And I've got a meeting on Monday to go over the music for my next project, which we are... Fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hoping to release later this year. Okay. Probably here, in the fall. Here's a question for you, um, and this is um, this is because we have a lot of artists that listen to this show. Mm-hmm. Is your music, financially speaking, is your music self-sustaining, or is it? Is, you know, there's artists out there that that will you know write music and produce music and record it and everything else, and there's a cost sure. involved to do all of that, and they will just consider it, this is kind of my love gift to people because they're not making any money at it. It's really a cost. Right. It's a cost center versus a profit center. So for you, is music actually at least break even? You know what? It our last project we broke even. This. This project coming up, I, I don't know what it will do. Um, being independent, you absorb all of the costs. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, but and but if if it's successful, you you get all the profits. You too. recoup, yeah, pretty you, much. You can mm-hmm. recoup it. Whereas if you're with a label, they would take a huge chunk of what would be made. But then you've got all the people behind you as well, right? So right, right. And so, uh, thankfully. Um, We've had the honor of uh, working with some great producers and people that we've worked with before. Mm-hmm. And so 
we get we get the independent rate (laughs) (laughs) the independent artist rate and um, we've developed relationships with a lot of these people and I mean don't get me wrong everything still costs you know but um, at the end of the day if you're able to do what it is that you love to do what you know that you're called to do and be able to make any kind of money on it's it's well worth it yeah you know it's interesting because um you know it's it's always tough uh in any family situation when you have kids and as they get older the the costs seem to increase and this oh my god economy that we're in right now isn't isn't helpful anyways with inflation and the cost of gas and the cost of food and everything else um you know um i was having some i have a home studio and i was having some technical issues um recently with one of my um gadgets if you want to call it that one of the stuff that i have on the rack and i was having a problem Mm -hmm. with it so i do voiceover work on the side and i was doing some voiceovers and my kids were laughing at me because they could hear me in studio uh, rereading some lines and, and I was going check check and, and I was tss, 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 making sounds just try, <laughs> trying to isolate the problem and and they were making fun of me and, and I said to them you know that's fine I understand it, it probably was funny to listen to but you do realize that the money I make doing the voiceover work okay paid for, paid for your <laughs> Christmas presents last year so <laughs> <laughs> so laugh all you want. Yeah, exactly. So you do something that you enjoy. Um, it's not necessarily, you know, going to be a huge profit center for you if you've got a full-time job right. like a lot of artists do. Uh, but, you know, keep doing what you're doing and enjoy doing what you're doing. If you can't Absolutely. have fun at your job, then why are you doing it, right? Exactly. Yeah. I just posted the other day, um, we, we had a little day trip and went down to the beach and I, we don't, we don't make a lot of money. We make a lot of memories. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That is so and true. And do matters most, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's not all about the money. That's for sure. I'd, I'd rather have, I'd rather go for uh, a walk in the park um, in the summertime when the weather's gorgeous and, um, and whatever else versus spending a ton of money going somewhere that, you know, something that costs money. Uh, mm-hmm, I'd, I'd rather mm-hmm. I'd rather do the walk, not because I'm cheap, but because right. I really do enjoy it more <laughs> right. than regretting after the fact that I spent all this money on something and I really didn't get what I thought I should get out of it. Right. So. <laughs> oh, I hear you. Yeah. So. When uh, I, listen, I I packed lunches uh, for the beach day. Yeah. We t- <laughs> we set up our our little spot at a beautiful spot, and the ocean is free. Mm-hmm. So, so know, just so is free. just so everybody's clear, um, you're in Florida right now, and I'm in Toronto. Yes. So, so we have winter, we have snow on the ground. It's cold, and you're enjoying yourself <laughs> at the beach. It's just not fair. Let me see. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up the temperature. Oh, I think don't, today. Don't. Don't. I don't want to hear it. I do not want to hear it. That's just not fair. That's just not I'll fair. Just, please let me tell you. Oh. Our highs are. 82. Today. Okay, so 82 Fahrenheit, <laughs> which is 28 Celsius. I just don't want to hear about it. Okay, I'm, I'm, je- sorry. I'm jealous. I'm <laughs> jealous. Let me tell you. Listen, the sun is shining in your heart. 
That's uh, all that matters. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Listen, before before we do go, um, one of the things that we, we do every episode is we always throw back to a previous guest and we get their take on uh, what th- the number one piece of advice that they would give to Christian artists, new or old. But instead of us doing that today, why don't we hear from you? Can you give us some advice that you would give that uh, it's maybe, maybe it's a new artist that's just starting out and they don't have a clue what they're doing and they're just kind of mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. blind right now? Or maybe it's a seasoned artist where they need to take a step back and realize that, hey, this is, this is something really important that you should consider. What would that be in your mind? For me, the advice that I would give to whether it's, like you said, a seasoned artist or someone up and coming, first things first, make sure that you are in right relationship with the father because he's going to give the purpose. He's the only one that can really give purpose. And come hell or high water, you know, as, as an artist, I've seen the best of times and I've seen the worst of times. But because I'm in personal relationship with Jesus, whatever the season has been for me, single, married, children, no children, Whatever the season has been, I've been able to maintain uh, because I understand my purpose in it all. So that would be the form of advice that I would give to to anyone interested in in music mm-hmm. and as a career. And really, what you what you're saying there is it's not even specific to music, anyways. It could be any career, right? Right. It could be anything in your life that you really want to set out and do. Whatever your passion is, just make sure uh, everything's in the right order. Everything's in the um, in God's will. Everything's in God's right. timing because we t- we talked about that as well today, um, mm-hmm. and and also in His purpose. Yep, for yeah. sure. Very good. Listen, I really enjoyed our conversation. Um, Ditto. Yeah. How would you like to come back once in a while to chat with some other guests in the future? I'd love that. Be a lot of fun. Yeah, be a lot of fun. With technology these days, we can do anything. You're in Florida. I'm in Toronto. Mm -hmm. Let's make it happen. Listen, thank you very much for tuning into the show today. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast for new episodes all the time. You can also leave us a rating and a review. It just helps us reach more people. You can subscribe on your favorite app, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or iHeartRadio. Don't forget, you can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Leave a comment there and we can uh, keep the conversation going. Thanks for checking us out on Between the Grooves. Between the Grooves.